You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. Gentlemen, how are you today? Fantastic. Good morning. Good. Happy to be here, man. All right. The, 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 we're going into the 22nd episode. Damn. That's crazy, dude. 22. 22 bodegas. And, and Emma in the background. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. All right, so uh, this will be the, the penultimate episode before the year ends. Uh, we have uh, t- today we're going to focus on one hit, one hit wonders. And then um, our last episode is going to be the, the best of the worst year is going to be the, the episode. So, Eric, how you doing, brother? Good, man. Every day above ground, right? Every... I'm just excited to take some time off, man. Oh, good for you. How, many, how long do you got off? Uh, just till the end of the year. So I'm, it's good times. Good, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm done after after Tuesday. I'll be off to the new year. Uh, so you, good. You're not DJing in between? No, DJ-wise, yeah, but just from my, my regular job. I, yeah, I think we might go visit you in the next two weeks or something. I got a phone call yesterday. From, from Gio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to go see him. I'm like, all right, man. That's cool. Yeah, it's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm DJing this Wednesday at, down in downtown Dayland. At oh, it's so. this Wednesday or next Wednesday? This Wednesday, the 23rd. Oh, I got excited. Cool. I thought you guys were coming here. <laughs> no. yeah once they live lift these restrictions God, uh, restrictions yeah. man oh, there's, there's no restrictions hopefully, there's no restrictions hopefully. in Tejas. yeah hopefully april we can do a live a live people day yeah dude that'll be fun yeah all right so let's get into it. we're gonna do one hit wonders uh each of us selected five um you know we're just gonna talk about it talk about one hit wonders have some laughs and uh we're gonna we'll start off with eric Cool. All right. So the, my criteria was a little different. I just picked songs through every decade that I've been a part of. So I started from the 70s up to the 2010s, I guess. I didn't go into 20 because we're not there. I don't know any. New we, we don't know how it's going to end. Oh, right. <laughs> it's still not over, man. <laughs> it, it, it's just started. <laughs> so the, the first song I picked came out in 1979 by Patrick Hernandez. It's Born to be Alive appropriate great song oh i also wanted to put songs that were so good that you can't believe they didn't have except for my last one you couldn't believe that they didn't have another hit that followed it yeah for sure your you last know, one. I, and i guess that's a one hit wonder i guess but it was just I, I i know that gilbert had a song on his list that i couldn't put out there because they have another song that i really love so technically they're In not your- one hit one yeah it's my own personal <laughs> taste <laughs> but it, it, but it, Hey, these are legit one-hit wonders, but I, I have a second criteria, you know, like, wait, if they have something else, if I listen to that album and I liked it, nah, man, they don't qualify like that. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't giving um, the proper marketing, you know? Is that, you're, so, blaming, you're blaming it on the marketing team? Or the- <laughs> yeah, man, and, and the record labels who so decided it- to push someone else. So is Sonic Youth in there? Because you um, they didn't yeah. make it. <laughs> it wasn't. That's they're they not had even, that one song and, and they're been, not, yeah they're not even a one hit wonder, Eric. I yeah. mean, where you can let it go. And that's another song that you had in your list that we'll talk about when you get to it too. That I was just like, oh come on, man. All right. So the second <laughs> song is Benny Mardonis, uh, came out in 1980, Into the Night. 
you know, what song about pedophilia going mainstream? You know, it's it's great. Um, <laughs> well, it's it's not great. We'll, we'll go back. No, right. pedophilia is not great. <laughs> the fact that it, it became a mainstream hit, it's right. It's great. Right. You know, so uh, <laughs> now we're in the 90s the verb pipe with the freshman um it was good because you know i entered high school and college so i was a freshman twice that year and this album was just horrible we'll go into more into that right. did you um, just say you were a freshman twice in one year yeah well no no in, in one decade i'm <laughs> okay. sorry thanks for correcting me um then in the 2000s we had weedus with teenage dirtbag and finally in 2014 13 we have ilvis with what does the fox say which which i which, thought was a kid song oh man it, it was one of those songs that you can't believe became a became a hit and and it just shows what what 20, 2010 became to be like just with the acceptance of absurd comedy the lonely island boys you know with uh dick in my pants and i'm on a boat type shit so yeah. you know what's hose yeah 2010 is definitely the year for for music to to go obscure. Yeah, that's true. Gilbert, what do you got? All right, so I have um, the Safety Dance by Men Without Hats. I, I almost did a whole a full 80s one because there was so much. In the, I, I feel like more than any other decade, I think the 80s was like just you know uh, right. all, all one hit wonders. Yeah, just all <laughs> right with one hit wonders. Um, but I didn't. So um, uh, the next one I did um, is I'm gonna be uh, 500 miles the Proclaimers. When I hear that, yeah, God, nothing but like a good Scottish person singing. <laughs> um, then um, I did "Torn" by uh, Natalie Imbruglia, mm. "The Promise" by When in Rome, which is actually one of my favorite songs. Period. Classic. And then um, "Somebody That I Used to Know" by Gautier and featuring Kimbra. Yeah. The the song mistakenly that a lot of people thought was actually uh, uh, what's his name, Ozzy Osbourne. A lot of people thought that was Ozzy Osbourne singing that song. Which one? The somebody that I used to know. Really? Yeah. Look it up and then listen to the song and then you go, oh yeah, it sounds like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> That's the first I hear that. Yeah, no, it was it was an interesting little tidbit. All right, so just like the '80s, another genre that was kind of a lot of one and dones. I went with maybe for the exception of one song, there were like '90s dance tracks. There were a lot of one and done groups. Uh, <laughs> no, they had they had two songs. No, they, no, they did. Yeah, yeah. Labouche had two Come on, songs. man. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck with Labouche. <laughs> so I went with uh, Jamiroquai, Virtual Insanity. Um, I went with Everything But The Girl, Missing, the Todd Terry remix, because that's the one that was actually a hit. Right. Um, I went with Len, Steal My Sunshine, that great Canadian band um stereo mcs connected and the legendary uh group be light with grooves in the heart which is I feel hard like that playlist is all 1994 it's like all high school except for len right yeah 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 pretty much holy shit and then what was what was more interesting was how early those bands started like they're all they all started in 84 85 and they didn't reach some type of success until you know 1994 <laughs> <laughs> hey man you just gotta keep working at it man you got it well so actually hold on let me let me double check that they're all 
Yeah, because uh, Steal My Sunshine is actually after high school. It was, they came out in 1999. 90, yeah, I was like 99, yeah. Yep. Uh, Stereo MCs was 1992. The shocking one was Groove is in the Heart. It was at 1990. Yep. But... Uh, I can't believe that song's 30 years old. Crazy, right? Yeah. God damn it, we're fucking old. And you still uh, get excited when you hear it. Yeah, it's yeah, still a popular song. All right, so I have uh, I have some facts uh, about the songs that I've picked. I'm, I'm assuming you guys did the same. I did. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be on a more personal level. Okay. <laughs> I'm the emotional one of the group, okay? This is true. Yeah. And so Eric's Eric's criteria is if they were top 40 to him, not, not if they did. So, no, they were top 40. It's just I again I, I listen to, to music emotionally. I don't wanna I don't wanna know any more, any less. I just wanna know how it makes me feel. There you go. All right. Uh, so you wanna go in the same you wanna let's let's get Eric's feelings out of the way first. Eric, you wanna Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's right. get emotional. Born to be Alive, just awesome party song. It's one of those songs that became, um, that I love. It was actually high school, you know, um, and it was played a lot by my friends that were DJs and it was, is what you hear when you go party. And it's just a, it's just a danceable song. And when you hear it come in and the guy's voice, plus he's Hispanic. So you got to appreciate that. Um, yeah, not a lot of her, not a lot of Hernandez yeah, out there. It was, it was, it was, because it was weird, right? <laughs> that music era was, it was kind of a, a mesh between alternative and disco songs. So you had "Rocket to Your Heart" followed by, you know, by a, a New Order song or the way yeah. they mix it. You're the, you're the resident DJ. Well, here, Joe, but I, you I, know, like, I, you throw shit like that in. Yeah, I always thought I was. It was crazy. Like think about, um, you know, when we were going out um, in high school. And like, you know, especially like that, you know, um, that, re that rebar sound, how it was literally songs that are like 10 years or older at the time. Right. And like, they would play like Rock the Casbah, Born to Be Alive, you know, all the New Order stuff, um, Erasure, like all these stuff that were like, uh, even like early Depeche Mode. And it's, it's songs that, that resonated with us at the time. Um, and uh, it, it was so weird, but it wasn't like, it, was, it wasn't like they were playing the, the the 1990s you know when we were in high uh, high school what was relevant right what was relevant at the time more alternative right like it yeah was no but there was like there was a lot of dance stuff too like the you know like labouche and shit the Europop. <laughs> right the, the Europop. Europop. but our dance was more that 80s kind of new wave which and was stuff like that and disco yeah and disco you know, which is kind of which, which is funny so born to be alive this, yeah which was funny that we would go every weekend to the same clubs to listen to the same 30 or 40 I know. songs and be around <laughs> the same people yeah. Yeah. and hook up with the same circles and yeah. it's yeah. Uh, it's a little incestuous but 30, we all have the same diseases uh, 30, 30 years later and we're still here uh, so, uh, um, but yeah no it, it was it was cool though and and yeah and that that um, Born to be Alive was a staple you know of us going out back, back in the day you know which was funny until because I had called uh, I had called Gilbert because I didn't know the artist or the name of the song, and then Gilbert goes, "Trust me, you know the song." Yeah, and then, so, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I, did you picture a guy wearing like a shiny jumpsuit and a microphone with just lasers coming out the background? Yeah, if you watch the video, that's exactly is that is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly it's, how you pictured it. It's just so fucking awesome, man. Nineteen seventy nine. I used to be afraid of the seventies. Like, I never. 
when when I was younger, I didn't like the colors. You know, everything. Oh, you were you were you were legit scared of the seventies. It bothered me, like the Muppets. The Muppets, I couldn't watch those early Muppets. They freaked me the hell out, especially the three guys on the balcony or the two guys. Oh, those guys, those guys are the best. Like, I didn't like the hues, right? They were they were like these brown and orangey colors. And it was later when I started appreciating that and, and even wore polyester at one point in my life. And nice. I was like, okay, I, I could accept the 70s now, man. You know, it's cool. Did you and, have pla- and this song is shoes? one of the ones that just, just stuck so, with me. And it's so, by the ni- so by the 90s is when you finally embraced the 70s? No, I think it was the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's not a moment in any of our episodes that I that I don't think, damn it, this is when we need Eileen. She needs to explain this shit to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what about your next song, Eric? Next one is Benny Mardonis. It's just a beautiful song, even if it's about a 17-year-old girl and and a and a relationship that everybody's telling them not to participate in. I just always love this song and. And even before I understood what he was singing about, because the guy just comes out, you know, and I want you to know. And you, you knew me growing up when, when I loved, I loved deep, That's almost true. to a level of um, obsession, yeah. <laughs> stalking. Yeah. Maybe I should have. Oh no, because that's not a one-hit wonder. Uh, every breath you take. No, oh, no, no. That, that's for the that's for the the sexy time show. Yeah. Watching people. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's sexy, bro. <laughs> what? Of course it is. Without them knowing. <laughs> I think, I, it's I, the I, sexiest I, kind. Of I think you made the creeper. The creeper oh, show is what it is. Hold on, Eileen, are you available? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it, it, it's a good. Did you did you make a playlist with these songs? Uh, yeah, there will be. Yes. Oh, I I also wanted to make it difficult for you to mix. Oh no, it's fine. No, the one accomplished. You know how I fixed that? Is what did the fox say is definitely going to be the last song. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I was going to throw some shit in there. I, I almost put in a God of the Vida. You know, that, that's a that, classic for us. That song's like forty-five minutes long. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I would just it would just be that song. I really wanted to fuck you with this list, but I was like, nah, you know what? Let's let's narrow it down. Yeah. Another one was 96 Tears. Like just I love that. that. That's a great song though. Me, me I, and I almost Mrs. put it on Jones. Yeah. Me and Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Like okay. I just wanted to fuck with you, man. But you totally but, deviated from your list. Just yeah. <laughs> no, I just wanted to, you know, I wanted yeah. to do some shit to the like I really wanted to there was an instrumental in there. But um, yeah, these were the the final five. So then we come into the 90s and we have the verb pipe with the freshman and this song, man, this song was beautiful. I heard it the other day. It's still a beautiful song. And I was so excited to buy that CD. And I was like, yes, bro, if this song is on there, the other ones are going to be great. Guess what? That CD fucking sucked. They sounded, <laughs> it was the worst <laughs> music purchase that I, I'm still bitter about it till this day. I spent $15 on that goddamn cd you, you got sonic had, you got you got sonic youth on it yeah yeah one song dude one fucking song that i i got so angry and not that i have anger issues but i was like fuck this shit i threw it out it was just like you know you had this one beautiful song and the rest was absolute shit. i i feel like we did that with more than one album where we listened to it in your car and we threw it out the window <laughs> we did that like three times I can't so, remember the other ones. This one uh, Sonic Youth. Didn't you have a good no, show? No, that Gilbert one? Sonic Youth. 
Yeah, no, but I, that's I awesome. bought that CD. Yeah. yeah, and then, but didn't you do that with a good Charlotte CD too that you threw it out the window? No, they, you know, they had they had a couple songs. I grew to like Good Charlotte. Uh, you know, I I did. I uh, they there was another. There was a lot of those punk band, pop punk bands that came out. I was even looking at a list of pop punk punk songs. You know what was one of the songs, Carlos? The what? Ataris. Yeah, they, the summer. That's the only song they had. That's the only. I was like, oh my god. Anyways. It's like, yeah, they blew their load on a cover. On a cover, man. That, damn cover. That kind of sucks, man. Yeah. Could you imagine your best song is... It's not even yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but great cover, though. Yeah. I, so, I, I always put that, that Verve, that verb, um song along with um, another... Wait, which I, I was, ver, there's Verve Pipe, and then there's the Verve that had a... No, you're, you, no, the one you're talking about, yeah. Um, yeah, right, that's right, yeah. No, but uh, your verb, uh, the freshman. I always uh, kind of melted in with the um, Sex and Candy, which I don't like. I, I, don't, I never liked either or. <laughs> I don't so. like sex. It was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, bro. Like, who I mean, are who you having sex and candy with? <laughs> right? Like, what is she, 14? <laughs> oh, they're Stop back it. to pedophilia again. Yeah, it's the theme of the show today. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> The so, views, you know, it, the it, views expressed by Eric are not the views of the Beat Bodega and his the, partners. Uh, of the Verve, that was a one-hit wonder that was destroyed yeah. by their sample of a Rolling Stones song, the, yeah. the Bittersweet, and they never recovered after that. I think it was just settled last year or something like that. Really? Like yeah. that's how long that shit stretched out. Anyways, we're at song number four, and we had to go with Weedus. Uh, it came out in two thousand. It's yeah. called. A teen, a teenage Dirtbag, which was just a cool song. Come listen to Iron Maiden with me, baby. And it was from a movie with Nina Survey and the Pie Fucker in a. It, oh yeah, yeah. what was that Pie movie? Yeah, yeah. Jason Biggs. I, yeah, Jason that, Biggs. that that video was the sequel to American Pie, is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a, it was it was just one of those catchy songs, and you could tell that the two thousands were going to be kind of light. You know, everything's not in, as intense as it was in the nineties. You know, with Rage and Nirvana and. You know, the punk scene, people were chilling out, man. Yeah. And yeah, then man. finally, I went with uh, Elvis. What does the Fox say? It's called The Fox. Um, what does the Fox say? Came out in 2013. And as I mentioned earlier, this was the, um, the whole, you know, rise of that obscure comedy, which shows like Family Guy and, and It's Always Sunny, where weird outlandish humor became mainstream. Um, the Lonely Island Boys started doing Dick in a Box, uh, Narnia, Chronicles of Narnia, that were just big hits. So I, I put that song because it's such a throwaway song and it became so hugely popular. Yeah. And it was about a fox and the weird noises that animals make. So I, it, I, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go finish. This no, that Carlos was like, I thought it was a kid's song. Yeah. Right. Well, how did it get attached to the kids? It just... It, because that's something like you you don't remember that little machine that you would pull yeah it would fall on an animal yeah yeah that's pretty much how the song goes and i'm sure it was the inspiration for that but it became a major hit so weird (laughs) yeah there was (laughs) like there was a like so they had the the one with the that stupid crazy frog that became really famous too the that the video was like a digital frog so, but it was kind of like that, and then you had like you know, it, it's all these weird songs that the Numa Gay, the yeah. Numa Numa Gay, yes. that it, it it was a viral video, and then mm. the song became huge. Yeah, and I I it's 
it's amazing to me how those things actually became popular. Rebecca Black Friday. Oh yeah. I mean, can we consider that? Can One Hit Wonders YouTube? Because these people yeah, are getting yeah. I mean, like no, but Friday millions was big. of hit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that that was you know, and I had this conversation with with you, Eric. Was, um, you know, it, it's hard. I guess once once streaming and you know social media became big, it, you can't classify a one hit wonder the way you used to. You know, it's it was it a top forty hit, and then yeah. so now it, it's I mean a song that you know because I mean look at the way the world is right now. You don't get commercial success off of radio now. It's not radio's, you know, almost irrelevant. And then so, but a really obscure song could be huge just because of you know TikTok or TikTok or you know, like almost every TikTok video has this that fucking oh no, oh no, oh no, yeah, no. What that, the fuck is that? Yeah, Where is and, that from? I have no idea, but I, it's it's so that, that that's a successful whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. And it's just like girls doing that or like they'll show and I'm like, they're making stupid ass faces and, and it's popular. Because and it's like, you want to smack some sense into the world, but maybe what? it's just me that I don't understand. Oh, we're just old. That's what it is. It's, yeah. it's not well, our I time think, anymore. I think like that, you don't even have to try anymore. Yeah. You, you know what I think can, can also um, uh, add to maybe to, to like the 80s where, you know, when we talk about how, how so many one, one hit wonders. But now the the accessibility that anybody can just record in their home, yeah, you know what I mean. So like the, the average person can actually just make a song, and it blow up, and and they'll become a one hit wonder because how easy they can just you know right. hit record and you know. So it, I, I think it, that's that, cool. No, right, it makes it awesome. Work vested, but but I I don't know if, if this is where you were going, Carlos. The that it's it's almost like you you don't even have to do that. You just yeah. listening, right? Yeah, somebody's track. And that's gonna put you on. The yeah, track. that's gonna and, get you all kinds of. Oh yeah, music. yeah, but but yeah, but then and then by proxy, that song gets bigger because people are just recording, like just filming stupid little videos. Well, we I, I talked. I think we talked about it on on another episode where. Eric, where, uh, hold on, Eric. I think when you hit your mic, it did something. Oh man, is that better? And now it's humming. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. You're oh, good. Oh God! Thank okay. God. So, um, that I think we like. We're saying we we're um um uh, like um, what's the uh, the Matthew Wilder song? The the uh, um can't can nobody hold me down? The, the, God, why that song? That became a big hit. Why why can't I think about it? I love that song too. Yeah, anyway, you brought that song back. Yeah, <laughs> you, I, I <laughs> you did that. That was all you, bro. Listen, no, I I brought my Tika back, but not uh not this song. But it became a huge hit again because of um because of TikTok. Break you know, and so yeah, I'll break my stride. Yeah, and um, yeah. So it's, I remember you talking about this song back in two thousand. I try to make it a thing. <laughs> I I would play it in my sets on purpose, and some people would get it, some people not. But I'm just happy I get to play it again often now. Yeah, there you go. All right, <laughs> All right, Eric. So thank. If you have to, anyone to thank, thank Gilbert, Matthew Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I seriously doubt that Matthew Wilder right now is getting successful again off of, <laughs> but uh. All right. Well, so, he started he started touring again because, because of it, the song Gilbert. Because, <laughs> because of, Gilbert. of me. How yeah. awesome <laughs> would it be if he, he taps you and says, "Hey, I need an opener." Right, come DJ for <laughs> me. All right, all right, uh, hey, Eric. Thank you for uh, breaking down your list. Hey, Gilbert, what do you got? 
All right. So my first one was a safety safety dance by Men Without Hats. Easy for me to say. Um, originally came out in 1982. Um, it was actually written by the um, by the lead singer um, from because he got kicked out of a club for back in the back in the days instead of moshing. Remember the punk rockers used to pogo. Yeah. Right. So they they kicked him out of the club for pogoing. So he came, went home and, and wrote the song The Safety Dance. So I guess it's something, you know, easier to two-step, I guess. I don't know. But um, uh, it reached number three in the U.S. charts. Um, what really a, got you into this, though? The video. The, yeah, the video's awesome. Come on, man. The video the, is the awesome. The people and the yep. little people, the, the little guy, just, yep. you know, uh, <laughs> doing carnival-type things. Yeah, and then but, Biodome bringing it back, too. Remember that? Thank, that I, was, I was just about to say that, the Biodome. But, but it's super. such it's it's such a great song and the and the just the the, the little riff the synth riff is you know it's it's iconic you know <laughs> I yep. couldn't add these I couldn't add uh that's one of the songs that I agreed with you with but they have another song Pop Goes the World that's uh -huh. really catchy and it's really good if you haven't listened to it give it a chance and I okay. also wanted to tell you that they were number one in Austria okay. Austria and, and you and haven't made two, it and number two in Canada. So okay. you have, you and have they're Canadian. Yeah. They're, they're Canadian and they're Canadian. Yeah. This song is inducted in the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yes, Day. yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, mean, I, I, I love, I, I love uh, men, men, with, men Without Hats, right? That's yep. the name of the band? Right. Yep. And, and I was just like, oh man, I can't believe Gilbert. Like, they're not a one-hit wonder. They have two songs that are great. No. <laughs> only, only one was a hit. Only yeah, one was a hit. Only one was a hit. <laughs> um, in the error the criteria, in the error criteria, it's in not a... Yes, in the U.S., uh, America. So, um, Fuck yeah. second one, uh, I'm going to be uh, 500 Miles by the Proclaimers. So the song was actually originally released in 1988. And then there's this movie that came out in 1993, Benny and June, starring um, uh, Captain Jack. Well, no. Jack Depp. Johnny Depp. Jack Johnny Sparrow. Depp. And Watts. And Watts. Watts. And, Watts. and it, it went cr and blew up. And that, 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 um, that movie blew up the, the the song again, and it's such a such a great song. And again, and the, and the, well, and the movie was, was, and the movie didn't blow up. To it. Right? Huh? Yeah, I didn't I didn't know about uh, Walk Five Hundred until the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't thing. catch it the first time around. No, yeah, me neither. So. Yeah, yeah. I, um, so you weren't Heathen. <laughs> Benny and June, man. Yeah. Um, it, it also starred uh, I think uh, Aiden Quinn. Yeah, he like, was in the too. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. Holy crap! And then um, so once it came out. Uh, once the movie came out, it actually reached number three in the Billboard. And if you want to hear a um, badass cover, Down by Law does a amazing. I'm gonna be 500 miles cover. So again, the, the only good song on that album. Yes, and that, I was when you were saying that, but I was I actually wanted to wait till it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, all right. So my third one was uh, Torn by Nana Name Rugia. Originally came in, coming out in 1997. Yes, it, it got got it got it got hot in here all of a sudden. Yeah, I think um, I think the video got us all. Yeah, and it's um, I just found out it was actually a cover song. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Um, it was originally uh, performed by Anne Preven, I think is how you pronounce it, um, and it was writ writ written in 1993 by 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 them, and um, and then she did the cover for it and. Um, she actually got nominated for best uh, best uh, female pop vocal. Guess who she lost to? Who? The greatest singer in the world, Celine Dion. Why does she sound like she's from Wakanda? 
Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought he was trying to imitate Bjork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my heart will go on. My heart will go on into the club. Natalie and Brugo should have won just for best well, females. This, period. He, he, <laughs> so that's the other song I added to the list that I was like, oh man, because I don't. Do you remember the other single she had, Smoke? No. Oh, no. Man. Well, that one it hit number five in the UK singles charts and number thirteen on the Icelandic have... singles. <laughs> and the reason I had to look this up was because I couldn't believe it. Right when Gilbert put that on this list, I was like, "Yeah, but I remember Smoke being such an amazing song." I, I so think... I went back to listen to it, and I was like, "This song fucking." Sucks. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I was just blinded because it's just her singing to the camera exactly like torn yeah. so i'm afraid to go back and listen to torn now no well, torn's good oh yeah 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 torn's yeah. still good i i got a feeling that this is just going to be eric defending bands that should have been that right. not one nope. wonders that was it that, that was, was it. it that was it <laughs> all right so my next one the promise by when in rome um as i said before one of my favorite songs of all yes, time since we were in high school that was one of your favorite songs yeah man i just can we consider that no, because then you have Take On Me too, the ultimate one-hit wonder. Yeah, t- d- d- every 80s song was the yeah, ultimate one-hit what? wonder. Take On Me, uh, Aha also has The Sun Always Shines on TV, so we can't consider that. So there <laughs> But When in Rome, I can't name another song. I, don't, I, I couldn't tell you another song. Um, so when it came out, it was a little, not panned, but it was kind of like people thought it was a little bit co- like com- like a carbon copy of of new order which it, it does it, it, it kind of does sound like new order yeah yeah um but it did reach um uh, it wasn't that big of a hit i mean it was it, it reached number 11 in the, on the billboard 100 um but it's just just an amazing song man and, yeah. and I, I mean i can't say anything i'm gonna more about it so um but um uh my last one somebody that i used to know by Gautier featuring kimberly by ozzy osbourne <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I, I want to look that up. I didn't yeah. know that, man. So look it up and then listen to the song, and you're gonna go, "Oh yeah, it's, it's fucking Ozzy Osbourne." It's so it came out in 2011, and this thing was a monster. I was, was when I was researching year. it, it was it topped the charts in the U.S., U.K., Australia, New Zealand, plus like 22 other countries that had things, and then on top of that, it it was top 10 in 30 other countries. So the, it was a crazy success. Um, we haven't heard from them. It was just somebody that we used to know. Yeah, <laughs> hold, so, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He set up that punchline for himself. He knew that he was going to say that. <laughs> it's Chestnut Checkers again, huh, Gilbert? Yep, let, I'll, let, I'll be here all guy all, that, a week. Uh, I'll, be here, I'll be here all week, let guys. Have it. <laughs> it's like, you're the heckler. I'm the, I'm the, old, I'm the old man in the fucking <laughs> in the, in the Muppets. No, but it's like both <laughs> Gautier, how do you say it? Go, Gautier, 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 I think it's Jean-Paul right? Jean Jean Gautier. Or, 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 or um, what was the previous song, Run and Rome? You also, like another band, remember Extreme, More Than Words? You remember that song? Yeah. That was another big, huge song. Yeah. And, that, and that's yeah. all they had. But they did have Gary Sharon, who had an excellent career with Van Halen. So maybe that's <laughs> what <laughs> um, How easy it is to forget that he was in Van Halen for one yeah. album. Yeah, and so the the some that that song um the some uh, somebody that I used to know is it's such a great vocally is awesome. It, it's, it's actually a, a yeah, and it's actually well, a sample. It's Ozzy Osbourne singing it. Right? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's actually a it's it's actually a sample from like a six, 1967 song or something like that. So, um, but yeah, it's 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 just great record and and 
you know, you, cool. you know, this is totally off, off, off the rails here, but you know what that the video reminded me of? I don't, you wouldn't know, Gilbert, but the uh, when a stranger calls, stranger calls. yeah, two. two, yeah, when <laughs> oh, so I'm not the only one to have that thought. <laughs> we, we used to watch that, remember that, that yeah. movie that it fucked us up, it was yeah, like, oh, that's that's just yeah, and but it was just that scene that fucked us up. Yeah. And then, but we've never discussed the, like, we never tied it into the video, but that video always reminded me of that. So Gilbert in the movie, this guy, there's a young lady that's babysitting and he's hiding in the house, but he painted himself like the wall. And then <laughs> but you, you don't see him until she walks by and he opens his eyes and you're like, oh, that's not right. That's, that's fucked up. Like, and so, it's a lot of work. Yeah, stop like, somebody. Trust me, yeah. there are easier ways to stop someone. <laughs> All right, that was your last one, Gil. That was my last one. All right, so good, solid list, solid list. All, All right. right, you know, I, I haven't seen your list, so I'm excited about it. Who, uh, Gilbert's? Yours. Oh, so we have uh, Jamiroquai with uh, Virtual Insanity. Uh, Another song that was very successful, a lot of airplay. Uh, on that cool TV. video, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was him dancing and the floors moving. Uh, so um, they, they were really unique because they were, they were an acid jazz funk band. Wait, it's a they? It's not a him? No. JK wow. is the singer. Jamiroquai is the band. Shut the front door. That is crazy. That a him, too. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that scene in Armageddon. Jethro Tull is not the guy in the band. <laughs> Jethro Tull is the band. But yeah, oh, Jamer. No shit, I didn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what what made what made Jamer quite interesting was, and this is off of uh, paper uh, paper magazine, um, that they actually survived the transition from that jazzy sound in the '90s. You know, when there were bands like. Uh, uh, like Guru when he was doing all the jazz stuff and uh, the brand and new Cantaloupe. and Cantaloupe and the brand new heavies. Thank you for bringing up Cantaloupe, man. That was bitty bitty bop, bitty bop. And, <laughs> and, and then so they survived that because of the wave of Nirvana, Soundgarden. Um, you know that, that's because I mean, so the song came out in '96. You know, so um, but he was they they survived that. And then, uh, but and it, he was one of the few guys that were, that the videos were playing simultaneously on MTV and VH1 because of that jazzy sound. And then people almost, uh, they also took it as a dance track. Uh, okay. He won so two. Were they, like, were they considered easy listening? No, they were acid jazz. It was that weird little time that acid Except jazz was popular. They, they have some, they have some cool songs too, like that, um, that, that are, that are not, you know. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> what was, what was weird was. Jamiroquai is actually extremely successful. Yeah. They only had that one hit. Right. So it, um, he won two Billboard Awards with that song. Uh, he's the third best-selling UK act in the 90s. The only two acts that were bigger, Spice Girls and Oasis. Holy shit. That's how, that's how big he was. Or they were. They and, and then... um, But... You know, in the U.S., they sold 2.5 million copies, you know, of, of that album. But he, he's always been successful in, in Europe, or the band's always been successful in Europe. Um, so I, I think it's a great song. It's a great vibe. 
chill song, that jazzy sound. Do you remember thinking that he was really old and that's why he covered his face or something like that? Was that well, like he had the this shit up? he had that big hat on. He had the big hat. Yeah. yeah. So everybody thought he was really like sixty. No, no. Was that just me? I think that was just you. God damn it. <laughs> and then uh, a song that was on my list, off my list, that made its way back was uh, "Len Steal My Sunshine." I'm but, glad I made it back. Yeah. yeah. One of the happiest songs ever. If there's a song that puts you in a good mood, it's that song. Um, Canadian band. So, you know, if you have the opportunity, check them out. Um, they're from <laughs> Toronto. And it's, I always thought it was boyfriend and girlfriend. It's brother and sister. Oh, oh that got weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good because she's hot. Or she, yeah, she back then, yeah. She's raver hot. Yeah, she's raver hot. Raver she's hot. raver hot. So that, that's a, that's its own separate category. Yeah, <laughs> which is a segue. Thank you, Eric, because that'll segue into another part of this, uh, uh, you know, lens lens history. So yeah, it's Mark Costanzo and Sharon Costanzo. Um, they had a revolving lineup of musicians, but the core of Len was them too. Um, but the way the song was conceived was after a three-day rave festival, they were just talking about, you know, how fun it was and, and you know, kind of like the day after. That's how the song evolved. Um, so the video, you guys are ready for this? It was in, in Florida. It was filmed in Florida. Yeah, in Daytona, right, I think? No, and, uh, well, it was in, um, I'll tell you, I actually wrote it, I have it written down here. Um, I think it was... Yeah, in Daytona and Venice Beach. So. What's, what's cool, I, I, what's funny about the video, I always remember, I was like, is there, there was a pregnant person in the video. Yeah, there is. And, and, there's, there's and I was like, I found yeah. it yeah, so weird. And, and the fact that it stuck with me for all these years. Yeah. Like, like you haven't seen that in a rave. Right. Yeah. You've seen a pregnant woman at a rave? I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot of things at a rave. Were they, were they real or not? I don't know. Yeah, were they? Yeah. And let's not forget the the song that Len, that Len sampled is a great song. The more, more, more. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good job. So, there were the single was number one in Canada, and it peaked at selling sixteen thousand copies, or sorry, sixteen million copies worldwide. Um, so, which is impressive. In the U.S., it sold two, uh, two million, not two total, and then. <laughs> It, somebody else bought it. It peaked at number ten. So they these were the other songs that were in the top ten uh, during that time, and this was uh, I, I'm assuming this was uh, world worldwide. So Cliff Richard with Millennium Prayer. I have no idea what that is. Uh, the Artful Dodger with Craig David Rewind. Uh, the Venga Boys with Kiss. Uh, William Orbit. Um, with Barber's Adiago for strings, Al, uh, Alice DJ with Back in My Life. I don't know this next person. It Wamunda Project with King of My Castle. These were the top ten worldwide. That's a shitty the, ass list. Yeah. Good God. Well, until until you get to to uh, to Len, but then it's uh, Progress presents Boy Wonder with everybody. Len steal my sunshine. Boyzone with Every Day I Love You. And R. Kelly, if I could turn back the hands of time, so that, I think he 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 do something that's different. That's not a share song. <laughs> 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 but uh, all right, so 
that's Len. Uh, it, it'll be on the playlist, obviously. It's like what you're never in a bad mood listening to that song. Yeah, yeah, it's a funny song. All right, so everything but the girl uh, with missing. I love that's it. a good one, Carlos. That, it's such a great song. I'm ready to hear some facts. Well, the again, the funny thing is, it was successful because of a remix. Right. The original version w was successful in the UK. They hit number two in the UK, but they were successful here because of Todd Terry, who did the remix. Right, and it was also another classic stocking song. Right, we're going to maybe we should do a stocking episode. Oh, this totally <laughs> but, I mean, you you've known you you know the soundtrack I had. Yeah, I've lived it. I've lived. <laughs> I, I've, I, I lived your stocking. Oh boy! But uh, I've, so, I'm recovered. I recovered. <laughs> Just in case, I got to throw that out there. So and it's and it's hard to, you know, it's kind of hard to give props to everything but the girl for the success of the song because it really was Todd Terry that made that song successful mm -hmm. but um, again the song itself the original kind of folky version of it was successful in the UK um, it was so they were uh, they were a couple the singer and, and, the, and the I guess the, the musician the lone musician in the band um they were they were a couple, and that that was their only top forty hit in the U.S. Um, the song peaked to number two in nineteen ninety six, uh, and it was uh, it lasted twenty eight weeks, and then it it only at its at its highest point, it did hit um, number two, and then it it got pushed back by one sweet day from Mariah Carey and uh, Boys to Men, but it logged a total of fifty five weeks on the on the charts, which is a really long time. Yeah. And for a dance song. For a dance song. It was kind of yeah. the beginning when that, that whole EDM right. was starting to pick up too. Right, mm -hmm. right. So it was kind of one of the first. That's correct. Yeah. And then. Um... Well, other than LaBouche, because you had the Euro pop stuff. <laughs> That's I, right. I, more here in the States. Right, stuff. right. So. Jesus. Cut me off. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean So. But I wanted to highlight Todd Terry, who is one of the most influential house uh, DJs, yep. you know, who actually made Chicago house worldwide. You know, he was one of those guys. Um, you know, he was what what he did was unique because he he's mixed a lot of hip hop with house, and that's how it started bleeding out out of Chicago into into the rest of the world. He was listed twice by DJ Magazine as the top hundred DJs in in 1997 and in 1999. Peaking in '97 uh, at number 11, and then '65 in 1999. Uh, also respond. Uh, also responsible for "I'll House You" by the Jungle Brothers. Nice. He was also the producer for that, uh, but has worked with everybody: Janet Jackson, uh, you know, a plethora of people. But uh, shout out to Todd Terry for, you know, for <clears throat> making that song. I mean, it's a great song. And then his remix made it great. I mean, I, I think it's it's one of the best all-time dance songs. That and, and uh, uh, the the version of uh, Billy Ray Myers that uh, that Gilbert drops. Billy Ray Martin. And Billy Ray Martin. Which I think, I, Todd, uh, I think it's a Todd. I think it's a Todd Terry remix too. I think. I think so too. Yeah. I'm pretty the sure. Song? Is that "Kiss the Rain" or am I making shit up? What's the um, song? No, "Loving uh, Arms Around." Loving, you, arms. Love, loving Arms. Loving yeah. Arms. All right. Yeah. 
Oh, that's a great song, and I haven't heard that. Yeah, that remix is awesome, too. It's a big shout out to Todd Terry. All right. And then I went uh, with Stereo MCs. Yeah, yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. Um, And it was funny. The only reason it made my list, because I ended up watching Hackers again for the 85th time uh, last week and uh, or two weeks ago. And that song's on the soundtrack. But it is a good song. It's just a good song to groove to. Uh, British hip hop slash electronic band who originally got together in 1984, which it's amazing how a lot of these these groups, um, how how long they've been together until they actually reached some type of commercial success. Again, another band, another band that was big in Europe. Um, and then they finally, I, they peaked at number 18 in the UK singles chart. And then internationally, uh, they did break the top 10. And then they, they topped other charts in Austria, Sweden, Switzerland, which makes sense. Big dance song. You know, those are, you know, club and, club countries. And they have Eurovision. And they have Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Eric. Oh, man, but I wonder how much their, their music evolved, right? Like, from from what they started <clears throat> out in 1984 to to what they got famous from. Right, yeah. yeah. But they... they I'm going to have I, to look that up. Well, I, I did... Anything exists. I did, I did pull this up, and uh, I thought it was kind of cool that actually... Um, kind of pinpointed their impact and legacy to music. So Paste, uh, this website, uh, placed them um, at number eight at songs that they listed as the 25 awesome one-hit wonders of the 90s, which is fair to say. I would put it up there. Yeah. 25 one-hit wonders. Uh, In 2014, the track listed number 322 in German magazine. I'm not even going to pretend to say. uh, Music Express. They just wrote it very germany (laughs) <laughs> they they ranked the number 322 out of 700 best songs of all time god who went through that damn list and and, and why 700 why not like a thousand or 500 <laughs> and then, set standards man that's true <laughs> the daily telegraph ranked connected as the number 34 song in the top 50 dance songs of all time um buzzfeed put the song as 82 in the 101 greatest dance songs of the 90s. And then uh, um, Thought.com listed the song as 65 in their list of best 100 songs from the 90s, which they're all fair. They're all fair. I mean, it, it was it was a good song, catchy, and, and it had a great rhythm. And it so, made you feel cool. Listening. It made you feel cool. Like, yeah, yeah you just, you know, yeah. That's a song. Yeah. You know, I'm and, pointing at somebody out my window. I'm picturing it now. Yeah. And then uh, there was a lot, a lot of that style, like um, um, EMF and stuff like that, like that, yeah. you know, like Europe kind of, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of uh, big audio dynamite was another one. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Down at the globe. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like from a, a former Clash member or something? Um, no, but well, uh, like uh, Don Lemon, the, the not Don Lemon. That's the guy from CNN. <laughs> you, didn't, you guys didn't know that Don Lemon was in, yeah. in, in Big Audio Dynamite? Yeah. Uh, no, the DJ, the, the guy that I told you guys about last week was yeah, yeah. in Big Audio, Mick uh, Jones. Big Audio Dynamite. Mick yeah, the, Jones was in that band. And Mick Jones was on it too. Yeah. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. And yep. Don Lemon was the dude that did, right? The, the dude with the dreads. That, that, yeah, but that's not Don Lemon. Oh, that's yeah. not Don Lemon? No, Don Lemon's right after Anderson Cooper on CNN. Oh, Don Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Don Lemon. I'm so sorry. 
Sorry. But it, it would be funny to see Don Lemon with dreads, though. Oh, yeah. shit. That was yeah. horrible. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, lastly on my list is Delight with Groove is in the Heart. But probably the maybe the most popular dance song during that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, it had like success on both VH1 and MTV. Like you'd hear them on both. And how many genres it brought together, man. Oh my god. Oh, it's it's funny because that's that's actually part of, it, it's <clears throat> so I'll I'll get to that. Let me let me just go through this cool. first. So I like Carlos because he thinks deep on these songs, man. <laughs> so You're this, gonna start doing my research for my list too. That's not <laughs> that's not how it's gonna work. <laughs> so it was a top top ten hit in multiple countries. I mean and and then it's the the 55th most successful dance group of all time with, I mean, what, what mostly people know is one song, but Delight or the members of Delight were always well-known and respected club kids. I mean, this was, they're the epitome of club kids. So um, like New York club kids. That, 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 yeah. That, yeah. That's where, that's where they're from. Okay. So uh, again, started in the eighties. And then, you know, eventually, but the, to your point, Eric, what they get most, what they get respected for the most is because of how, uh, how they cross different cultures and they brought them all together. Because when they started, Lady Miss Cure said, look, we're going to play every club. So they weren't only playing in the dance clubs. They would play for hip hop clubs. I mean, when they would perform with De La Soul, and you know, then they then they play you know gay and straight bars, and then so they started getting this this uh, this popularity in New York, and so you'd have a lot of people from the gay clubs that want to see her or see them perform, and then they they'd go to the hip hop clubs, and then that's they developed the relationship with all these hip hop artists with all these DJs because. They didn't care. They they wanted to make music that was fun for everybody. And so they didn't segregate themselves into, you know, this club scene or that club scene. They they wanted to make sure to play for everybody. That, I mean, um, so as I mentioned, not only with De La Soul, but they performed with the Jungle Brothers. Uh, they did Wigstock, which is, you know, a big, a big deal in New York with, uh, you know, like the uh, transvestite community, trans community. The, the trans community. So, and, and, I mean, they were a cartoon. They were vivid in color. You know, you had Lady Miss Cure, DJ Dimitri, um, Toa Tay, and then uh, DJ Ani. Uh, Who was but, DJ Ani? I just remember the three of them. I just remember Dimitri. You don't see Ani in the video. No? Oh, okay. No, but DJ, I, I know DJ Ani because of Gilbert and AJ. So, uh, well, he was he's a big DJ, like in, like more more during what, like, Said like the late '90s and like when that when the rave yeah. scene broke out. Well, they I mean they were the same same as uh, Dimit DJ Dimitri was a huge, you know house house DJ and yeah because he had the Dimitri in Paris albums that was huge. Um, but yeah, it's funny because like you know for for one hit wonder status they are a one hit wonder, but they all of them individually had amazing careers in underground you yeah. know, dance music and stuff like that. So yeah, and, and I mean they're. Not only did they have success, they're legendary. They're legendary in that community. Like, you know, it's they're they were already legendary as club kids. 
you know, and then they became, you know, these legendary producers, DJs. Uh, I mean, uh, Lady Miss Cure is like a fashion icon, you know, like she, like in, in, in the fashion industry. So, um, but specifically to this song, you know, you have, like, as I mentioned, Lady Miss Cure, singer, songwriter, designer, she's also a very well-known activist. Um, but, you know, and then that was, her focus was always to make music that brings people together. And then, I, I mean, look at the song alone. You have, so all the members of Delight, you have Bootsy Collins, and you have Q-Tip. So, you know, and then this is a cool story about Q-Tip while they were recording the song. Um, when they finally picked Q-Tip to perform the song, she, you know, they said, you know, listen to it and then tell us what you think. He goes, give me 15 minutes. <laughs> and then he came back and he says, in 15 minutes, he wrote, he wrote his two, uh, his two, his 16 bars. And then they did it in two takes and he was done. Yeah, awesome. it's, it is Q-Tip. I mean, and then Bootsy Collins, of course, you know, an amazing bass player. I mean, he was played played for James Brown, and then of course one of my all-time favorites, the Parliament Funkadelic. So, you know, uh, he has he's, great style too. Man. Yeah, it, <laughs> ho, ho, let's not forget his shit, man. Yeah, ro rock and roll. <laughs> he was he was dressing like Lady Miss Cure back in the seventies, man. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was yeah. rocking that look way back. Then. Yeah, he, he walked into the studio. He looked at her. and said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> and, then, uh, and also, I mean, you can't forget, he's also a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, like, talk about a legendary career for a bass player. So, to Eric, I mean, to Gilbert's point, collectively, they had this one great song that's still relevant today. I mean, you, you hear it, and, you know, it was funny because Connected, I actually heard in a commercial not that long ago. And then, you know, you play Groove is in the Heart, everybody, everybody becomes a, a club kid when that song comes out. <laughs> But um, everybody does that dip too at that one point in the song. Oh, when the whistle, the woo, but um, yeah, it's we need more happy music, man. We need more happy music. God yeah, damn it, between this and Lent, I'm gonna have this on repeat on New Year's Day to clean out all the bad vibes, man. To clean up all the bad juju, play some dual, play some dual leap, but that'll give you happy too. Really? Yeah. All right. So, are you being serious? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we went through everybody's strong, strong list, strong list. Now let's. I, I have a, a few little. I have one little obscure fact, and then there were some things I wanted to shoot back and forth with you guys, see what you guys think. Um. So let me see. Let me pull it up real quick. Um. Okay, so th this was financially the most successful one-hit wonders. Or not not financially. This is one-hit wonders and how they did commercially. So tag team with whoop. Oh, there it is. Nice. You know that they, they were at my uh, grad night. That was, <laughs> that was the band along with uh, MC Light and I think it was SWV. Nice. The, the three girls and I don't and remember. Other, I don't remember who the hell was in mine. Some other boy. I, I don't know if it was know, LFO or some shit. You know like who that. was in my grad night? Eric Gilbert, a crazy truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
that's a that's another story for another episode (laughs) (laughs) but uh i'll just say this what usually takes about four hours hotel motel motel. it wasn't even a truck stop we stayed in that shit yeah uh, war took a shower with flip flops on. That's oh, how What normally is a four hour trip to Tampa was seven hours. This <laughs> this thing, but we'll leave that for another time. Oh God. So, <laughs> so again, tag team whoop four times platinum. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't there another oh whoop there it is too that was competing with them at that time that it was like the Miami version of that. Probably they probably made that. But, but yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Los del Rio con Macarena. Ah, <laughs> four times platinum. Um, Far East Movement with like a G6. Like a G6, yeah. Also went mul- multiple times platinum. Shit song. Panda by oh, the. Is, is that the one that goes do 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 do? That it's the drifting song from uh, Tokyo Drift. Or am I making that? Up? Uh, it, it sounds like it should be on Tokyo Drift. <laughs> right. Like a G6, like a G6. So, uh, these all 2000. Do you have the years with them? No, these are this is uh, it just lists five. Oh, okay. And then, I uh, know it was the 90s, right? Well, I guess these are just the ones that had gone multiple time platinum recently. Yeah. So, designer with Panda went five times Panda. Panda, panda, panda. <laughs> that's all the song says. Is panda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something about Randall, Randy Macho Man Savage is in it. There's a part, <laughs> there's a line that he drops that. I must listen to this song. You've heard it, dude. You have to have heard it. <laughs> You'll be disappointed. I'll let you know. Didn't Kanye produce this shit or discover him? Uh, he was signed to his label. Yeah. And then uh, that went five times platinum. The, the beat's good on the song. And and then uh, Passenger uh, Let Her Go went six times platinum. What the hell is that? Your guess is as good as mine, Gilbert. Holy shit. I don't remember that one. All right. So this is... So... Well, Carlos, before you go in, can can we give an honorary uh, honorable mention and a shout out to the Beat Bodega's favorite one-hit wonder of all time? Dysfunctional Youth Song? Rockwell, somebody's watching. Ooh, nice. Right. Rockwell, I, shout out to Rockwell. I wanted, I wanted to put it, but we've talked so much goddamn Rockwell in the show. Well, yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. But I mean, it, he's uh, definitely a uh, Beat Bodega Hall of Famer. Yeah. Him, him, Prince, and David Bowie are—they're going into the Beat Bodega Hall of Fame. And Queen. And Queen. Uh, so. This is uh, if on Wikipedia it actually breaks down one hit wonders by decade. I'm not gonna do 50s, 60s, and I even excluded 70s because we were born in the 70s. We definitely didn't grow up in the 50s and 60s. Uh, but I I pulled out the list and I just I just wanna one songs that we could laugh at and two people that you're gonna go. Holy shit, I can't believe that person's a one-hit wonder, which has kind of been the, the theme to, the, to today. Twisted Sister with We're Not Gonna Take It are a one-hit wonder. Uh, one of Gilbert's all-time favorite songs, Frankie Goes to Hollywood with Relax. Nice. Yeah. This one goes out to Eric. Frank Stallone with Far From Over. 
had a top 40 hit. <laughs> One of the better sequels of our generation along with Grease 2. That's right. I don't know about the Grease 2 part, but definitely one of the best sequels of all time. This is... Directed by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that's true. So, Billy Crystal. Marvelous! That's right. <laughs> and, you look marvelous! And another, and another comedian, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, my God. No what was respect. the song? Rapping Rodney. Shit. And then... And Eddie then didn't a, make it? and I well I I said and but I wanted to end oh. then Eddie Murphy with party all the time. I was about to say Eddie Murphy. That, that song is a shit. Yeah, that song is and, great. Yeah, and then uh, Shannon would let the music play. I would have thought she would have had, but the, you know, like during that the freestyle area, if any of those crept up in the top forty. But yeah, I I think uh, anybody that made a freestyle song during that era was a one hit wonder. Yeah, like the whole genre is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It, for one hit wonders. Yeah, it was kind of like the last stronghold for people that listened to disco. Like that's what they had, and then it faded away. Which is, I mean, it's funny because they broke it up into uh, Latin freestyle and Italian freestyle because those were the only two groups that would listen to freestyle music. <laughs> and then, and then for some strange reason, it got big in the mid two thousands in the Bay Area, which was weird. It's funny because, um, like, you know, whenever I listen to different, you know, uh, Bay Area DJs talk and they, they talk about how the influence of, of freestyle music. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we just mentioned it, but just to say it one more time, the 1984 hit by Rockwell, Somebody's Watching. All right. So Simple Minds only had one hit. That, that, was, that, was, that was interesting. Um, I used to love this video and I used to love this song and I pulled it up the other day and then I asked myself why <laughs> <laughs> the fabulous Thunderbirds with Tough Enough oh I remember that song God, <laughs> wasn't that from a Dennis Quaid movie or something it's just, it's tough enough. yeah, yeah I, a- I, I always thought those guys were so badass and then I saw the video and I'm like holy shit this is terrible yeah, that song is bad too. Oh Carlos, my God. Do you have Electric Avenue on there by Eddie. Graham? You shut your mouth. That's not a one-hit wonder. Fuck you. <laughs> that is one of the greatest is, songs. Man, but how good is that? Song? I love that song. I love that song. Well, there was all those like, um, um, like the '80s, like uh, simple-minded kind of types, like um, about the world with you, like that, like all that kind of yeah. genre. The Promise would be probably considered in there as well. Yeah. You have. Uh, Here's one, Bruce Willis with Respect Yourself was a one-day wonder. Uh, yeah. Harmonica in that shit too, man. Yeah. <laughs> Midnight Oil with Beds Are Burning. Ooh. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, that, but, yeah. but dude, he had the one, they had another song that was really good, man. Got, got him, I got her. God <laughs> Orange Juice Jones with uh, The Rain. Oh my God, that's a great, I saw you with him. That's another great stocking song. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and please listen to that song because of the end where he goes off on the girl and it's fucked up what he does to her. Like, dude, you really hold a grudge. And, <laughs> and, and recently, um, Childish Gambino, what's his name? Not recently, but uh, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. He actually did an SNL skit about that. And oh, it's really? hilarious. But it's not even as as messed up as the real song because he says some fucked up shit 
Hey, look, Gilbert. Uh, when in Rome is you on. You got this. played yourself. Tricks are for kids. <laughs> uh, here's another one for you, Eric. Patrick Swayze. She's like the wind. She's like the wind. That's yeah. I, I, hey, I'm good. Legend. With you. Yeah. Legend. You know what? He had an amazing film career. Yeah. With uh, really with with only two and a half movies. Listen, the- Patrick Swayze just said, "I'm gonna try this. Let's see what I can do." Let's see what you I can know. Do. Hey, number one. Love you, Patrick. Um, what's the other song is is considered probably one one or two, right? The the the, the time of my life. Yeah, I, I don't think that, I, don't, I don't even know who I, can, I mean I can't even. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, even I, know who sings that. I can't it's remember a, who. A woman and a man. No, I can't. That can't. That can't be. But see, but I wouldn't count it a one hit wonder if it's like a one time duet that they did for one song for you know, like that's like because that it was two famous people that did it, right? No. No, it's not like uh. It's We're not gonna... like, it's not like uh, uh, Diana Ross and and. Uh, oh no, you're right. You're right. It's uh, the the legendary Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it did win a Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song and a Acad- song. an Academy Award for Best Music. Um, JJ Fad with Supersonic. Produced by Dr. Dre at that. Really? Yeah. Were they they so they weren't a Miami band? I don't know why I thought they were a Miami no, band. No, they that, listen, them, Rob Bass, all of that. We talked about it before. Oddly enough, I was gonna say Rob Bass and DJ Z Rock. But <laughs> uh, but this, so this is this was another thing. So that was probably their their uh, their top 40 hit, but like it, if you go into categories, Joy and Pain was a very popular song. Yeah, but, it never but like yeah, yeah, like it, yeah, but it was like big in hip hop, uh, Billboard charts or whatever. Right. So, uh, well, I think it's just like we we talked about before, like um, uh, when I think one of Eric's uh, kicking out knowledge, dropping knowledge was about uh, acts that never had number one uh, songs, yeah. and, and this is kind of like the same thing. That like you think that they're a hit, but you know, like you think Jordan Payne was a hit, but they're never really charted anywhere. So it would technically put them as a one hit wonder because it takes two as their only quote-unquote real all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do two more 80s and then we'll move into the 90s so martica with toy soldiers is on this list (laughs) another another uh, b bodega hall of famer hall of famer hall of famer and then uh let's see ziggy marley and the melody makers what song what song was his tomorrow's people oh tomorrow's people that's right yeah and then see johnny kemp just got paid i could have sworn he had more hits than that wow you know who wasn't on this list? Milli Vanilli. Because they, they had two. two. They had two. How awesome are they? And then oh, you mean the how public also... destroyed them. I'm still <laughs> mad at that, man. They were a good guy. Here you go. Here's a shout out to Miami Information Society. Nice. There you go. Uh, and Bobby McFerrin only had one hit. Gee. Well, but he was globally known should, as. Should yeah. he, you know, I always thought he was a comedian. And not a musician <laughs> because of the video, because of yeah. the video, yeah, 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 yeah you, you make a video with who's that, Robin Williams, Robin Williams, video? and that other guy. There was, the another, co- there was another comedian, too. That he all was right. in My Blue Heaven, yeah, I don't know if that's all I remember. That's one of the greatest movies of all time, My Blue Heaven. Yeah. All right, 90s, Sinead O'Connor, probably one of the most famous one hit wonders with a song that wasn't even hers, but Fire really made it her own, yeah. Fire on Babylon didn't get popular, wasn't no. a hit. 
I think she, you know, the whole SNL thing kind of threw her career for a loop. <laughs> yeah. Mellow Man Ace with Mentirosa. Yeah. Is he from Miami? I don't think he's from Miami either. I don't nah, know. He sounds too New York. It was probably only popular. It only hit the Billboard charts because of Miami, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> right. Because of Power 96. Power 96, definitely. <laughs> uh, Jane Child. Don't want to fall in love. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I know this is one of Eric's favorites, Gerardo with Rico Suave. Oh, <laughs> yeah, delight! We talked about Candyman. He, he went on. Hey, he went on to become a, a like a very top music producer. AR, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, EMF, unbelievable, which Gilbert mentioned earlier. Uh, Candyman with knocking the boots. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. No, that's no, that's Jesus different. Jones no, different, 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 different rocking boots. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Eric was right. Ninety-five South did have a one hit with "Hoot." There it is, and tag team had "Whoop." Yeah, man. You did it, Eric. You did it. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then uh, rest in peace, uh, Gilbert and I had the pleasure of seeing these guys live. Blind Melon with No Rain. Yep. That's kind of not fair. The guy died. Like. Yeah, but you know what? You mm. want to talk about another CD that, that was only one song? No, way. no that, that's oh, no, they had the other one. No, no. Yeah, no, they had the other. What was the other song? Oh, uh, shit, dude. The, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, the don't hear the song. What's his name? Shannon Hoogs. Shannon Hoogs. That Shannon guy's Hoog. incredible, man. The backup singer for, for Don't Cry. Yeah, he's a great oh, vocalist. Shit. Yeah, when, when, Ax yeah, when Axel says, I choose you, <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, Hathaway. Yeah. There it is. There it is. What is love? Four non-blondes. I almost picked that one. This, the Breeders with Cannonball. I I I know, but you know what? That album was good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck it, that. You they know what? It led to the opening up for Nirvana <laughs> yeah. in 1994. <laughs> here's 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 another another. Uh, Wait, what was the one that you said right before um, Cannonball? What was the one that you said right before Cannonball? Hathaway. No, it was between Hathaway and that one. It was, oh, the Four Non Blondes. The Four Non Blondes. But the uh, the lead singer, um, I forgot oh, her name now. Is, is huge. He's one of the greatest uh, um, songwriters yeah, probably she, of our generation. She, she writes a lot of shit for Pink. Linda, yeah. yeah, Linda Perry. Linda, Linda Perry. Perry, yeah. yeah. And, then, Perry. and I will say, has one of the best covers I've ever heard in my life. When oh, they, No, uh, Four Non Blondes. Linda Perry. Oh. So they did... Um, uh, when they did Led Zeppelin's tribute album Encomium, she when she does Misty Mountain Hop, you can't tell the difference between them and Led Zeppelin. That's how great her voice is. Yeah, and she's got that real raspy. Yeah, or masculine. <laughs> Again, the, the views expressed by Eric do not reflect those of the B Bodega. Um, I was, I was yeah, I, funny I'm the last one to talk, man. I was I was uh, they 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 look like they belong in White Zombie. Yes. They do, yeah. Well, I think she was the inspiration. <laughs> <for the Rome laughs> so, uh, another another song that was probably on the night at the Roxbury soundtrack, "Corona" with "Rhythm of the Night." Such a great song. This is the rhythm of the night. Toadies Black with Possum Kingdom. Black oh Eyed Peas went and fucked it all up. <laughs> Possum Kingdom, remember that song? Yeah. People actually like that shit. Skilo with "I Wish." That's a great one. Yeah, not the song I'm just saying, but it's just great reference. Yeah. Uh, Deep Blue Something with Breakfast at Tiffany's. It was a VH1 hit. That shit was fucking huge. You couldn't yeah. go anywhere without hearing. That. I know. Yeah. God damn it. Look, Eric, uh, Duncan Sheik. 
OMC with how bizarre, how bizarre. Yeah, how bizarre. I, I, this one's for our Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yes. Deja vu. <laughs> Chumbawamba with Tum Thumping. That was a. That was the Marlins song when they won the World Series for the first time. That was like the. Like wow! Remember that? Eric pulled I that. Remember that was like their theme song. For the and then one, one of Gilbert's favorite all-time songs is "Umbop" by Hanson. Aqua Barbie Girl. There you go, Eric. Yeah. That was a great album. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> you know, they had the Candyman. <laughs> that album was full of hits. Uh, th- so good. this is this one. I think has to be a mistake. Macy Gray with "I Try." What other hit has she had? She, I don't know. I felt like she had more than that. No. Um, semi- other, than, other than having a great performance in um, in uh, Training Day, that's the only other hit she that's had. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing I remember her for. That's true. And then uh, Criminal, Fiona, Apple. I know that Eric, I mean, Gilbert dropped no, that the Gilbert, other day. Gilbert, don't you put that on me. <laughs> it's, a, the great, it's a great video alright All right. so 2000s let's go 2000s Weedus which we mentioned Bahaman with who let the dogs out who who we never, we never found out either <laughs> no we never found out who let the there dogs out there was no resolution no. and then probably one of the douchiest songs of all time oh, or douchiest looking bands Crazy Town with Butterfly I hate that damn song oh my god and was it Paul Kipold part of that shit too was he? No. No. I think I think A Track was I'm not A Track, sorry. Um AM was the DJ for Crazy Town. Okay. <laughs> you know, hey, in the in the nineties, you didn't mention Vanilla Ice. Did he have more than one hit? No, he's he's on the list. Ninja Rap. Was. Yeah, there's Ninja hundreds Rap, of right? Ninja Rap was pretty huge. Shit, <laughs> 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 yeah, we went to see that movie in the theaters, Carlos. Yeah, I know, yeah, but that doesn't you know make it a hit. <laughs> You know who played the the shredder in that? Like who? the the mutated version? Who? Kevin Nash. Oh yeah. Or life. Or life. Yeah, but no, no. There's so, hundred. There's okay. hundreds of songs. I'm not. All right. So yeah, but Vanilla Ice, man, that is like, God damn, I feel bad for that guy. He never accepted that. Yeah. That he got hit off one song, and it was so huge. He was so loved. He was. So yeah. So everybody agree? Crazy Town, douchiest looking, one of the douchiest looking bands of all time. Worst. The uh, worst. Hey, hey, the, I for some reason a lot of women like that song. Doesn't mean they don't look like you know. It would come in the club and then and then you know they paint the faces. All right, Afro Man because I got high because that uh, that's the a Scat big... Man song wasn't on there. The guy singing about shit. Oh, that's right. I'm the Scat Man. Dream. He loves you not. That band was pretty. Shout out to Bad Boy. Bad Boy Records. Can't, can't <laughs> stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Uh. Uh-uh. Blue Cantrell with Hit 'Em Up Style. That was a that was a big song. Yeah, but the, she had the other one, but I guess it wasn't considered a hit with yeah. um, Sean Paul. The song "Breathe" that sampled the same. Um, it was the beat. Was it her song or was it Sean Paul's song? No, it's her song. Yeah. Um, but Truth Hurts. Uh, yeah, that was... formerly Nas's woman. Right? Is she? I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Isn't she the same one that sings Milkshake? No. Oh, it's Khalees. Oh. That's and she was, she was Nas's chick. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah, I think you, you just started uh, yeah. the rumor. Yeah. Tweet with Oops Oh My. I thought she was going to have a bigger career. I'm very disappointed. 
I mean, she had Timberland and Missy at her back. I expected bigger things. Uh, tattoo, all the things you, all the things she oh, said. Oh, classic, man. Uh, Another the, thing on pedophilia. I'm telling you, it's the theme of the show, guys. <laughs> oh, look, Eric, the Ataris, Boys of Summer. <laughs> oh, Eric, I got one for this is for you and I. The Darkness with I Believe in a Thing Called Love. Oof. That was great. <laughs> that was awesome. It kind of threw it back to that 70s glam rock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's mom. That was a popular one hit wonder. Shit song. Shit song. I didn't say it was good. I said it was a popular great video. one. <laughs> yeah, what's uh what's her name though? Christy Rachel... Brinkley was no, no, was it Christy no. Brinkley? Nope. No. It was Rachel, Rachel, the one that was married to Rod Stewart. Yeah, Rachel. Wow, we're getting old. Rachel McAdams? Yeah. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember her name. That's going to haunt me. Uh, Lumi D. Very popular in Miami. Uh-oh. Every fucking yep. club. Jaquan. Tipsy. Everybody. Everybody in the club get tipsy. Yellow card. Oh, wow. Uh, Ocean Avenue? Yeah. Yeah. James Blunt. Great song. James, oh, James Blunt. He, I thought he had multiple hits. No, but I, I was happy when they stopped playing that song. I bought that album. It was a really good album. Goodbye, my lover. <laughs> I used to listen to that album a lot. This is when I was going through my romantic phase. Seriously, man. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll just run through these. I, I used to love this song, but the pack with Vans. It's a good song. Yeah. Hyphy baby. Hyphy baby. I've been. You know, I'm all about the hyphy. Norris Barkley. Yeah. With crazy, but then you think the problem is you mix it up with CeeLo's solo shit. But, but you know what's CeeLo? Oh no, you know what? CeeLo did have a huge hit. I forgot. I'm yeah, surprised he's no. not in he's not in there. He has so, several. Who? CeeLo. What, what other song be, besides uh Fuck You would uh, he have, well, would be considered? Let's see, a hit. Well. But I'll go back to Narles uh Narles Barkley. Incredible pro- dual production, like you know, uh uh well, they have two albums together? Three? Two. Something like that. Two and, and both the of them are great. Mouse, right? Huh? It was Dormouse? No, not uh, Dormouse. Door Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. <laughs> Dormouse. Uh, which, which he, he had that 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 one of the first like uh, that I can remember those the conceptual the mat the conceptual album with with yeah. um the gray, gray album, album. Yeah. yeah which is amazing. Crudy, Change clothes has to be one of the best songs on there. It's it's really good. I have it on my iPod somewhere. Nowhere else. What, what's an iPod? I can't find that shit anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, it's funny. Speaking of iPod, um, my daughter found one of the ones that I had like there, and she's like, "Buffy, what is, what is this?" I was like, "That used to play music." <laughs> so, all right, this this one's for Eric. Mims, this is why I'm hot. Oh, this is why it's uh, yeah. This is why, this I'm, why hot. I'm hot. So who do, who else do we got here? We got there's so many people. I, then do you remember that song? So you had a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that that one. I got a little story for that. It was my my thirtieth birthday, and we had rented in the Keys, and they ended up breaking into a house. It was like we we had rented out like two houses, right. and one one of the got broken into. So one of the couples we were with, they stole his laptop. Oh, so the whole damn. trip, we just kept playing that song over. <laughs> it got so bad that he, after that, after we got back from that trip. 
they never contacted us again. <laughs> <laughs> Had a bad day. Oh yeah. All right. So th- let's uh, we'll go to 2010s, and then we'll wrap up each decade of. Like I said, there's there's millions of them, but um, Larue with Bulletproof. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I was I, I'm, I was surprised. I saw that. And I almost put it on, but. Dude, In for the Kill is such a great song that, that yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, that one I couldn't believe that, that she only has. I, I also think that that's kind of too new. But then again, it's already 2020. Yeah, exactly. No, and, and that's that was early, like 2011, I, I'm assuming. I think the, the 20, I think it's 2010. 2010? Yeah. yeah exactly. but, so. but look, look how old we are. We think, what are you talking about? Pro Jam's a classic rock band. Yeah. You know, like, LaRue had 10 years. Get it together, LaRue. Uh, <laughs> Willow Smith. Oh, uh, uh, whip, lipstick. Whip, whip no, whip it. Yeah, whip. Yeah. Um, Godier with and Kimbra with somebody that I used to know, aka uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Oh, that's stupid. What did the Fox song say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Young Ma with Ooh. Who? Oh, Young Ma. Young M.A. Young M.A., young, yeah. young M.A., whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portugal the Man. See, that's fucked up. That song came out three years ago. Yeah, even Young M.A., I think that's too too hard, too too early to call her a one-hit wonder. Well, but have, has she put out anything else? No, yeah, she still records. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's still active. Yeah, but uh, let's see who we got. No, no. Um, um, Trinidad uh, James? Yeah, well, see, he's a one-hand wonder because yeah. that that was early, 2015, yeah. I think, right? Something like that, or before that, maybe. 2013. Uh, 2013. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Jessica Black, none of those made it. No. The 2010s, and this is crazy. You know, call me maybe. No, none of that. No, no. Oh, that was a great song. I. How could that not have been a one-hit wonder? I don't know, Eric. I don't. I don't work for yeah, Wikipedia. That song was everywhere in the Olympics. <laughs> and everything. It was such a good vibe, man. Yeah. No, but it's it's funny. Like looking these songs up, you like you you know we've said it several times this episode. It's how do they not have another song? Or I could have sworn, that, or you fall into the Eric realm where no, there's songs of theirs that I liked. Right, they can't be a one hit wonder. Yeah, like like Narles Barkley. I I that's amazing to me. Yeah, Larue was that for me. Yeah, but I mean, aside from those two songs. And, and and it's weird. Like, are the days of the one hit wonders gone? I I don't know about you guys. I don't I think so. Listen to, 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 to the, the, um, I, you, I, you, I think the I guidelines just, of what a one hit wonder that's changed. That's changed. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I you know who we're gonna be talking when we do the tenth tenth anniversary of this episode for sure. Little Nas, <laughs> Little Nas X as as a one hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have another song when Nicki Minaj kind of blew up? No. No? No, no. You know, I, it's just like, I haven't listened to radio in, in maybe yeah. 10 years. Why, why would you? You know, there's no need. And no. It's, I have my own personalized station, I guess. Yeah. But, and, and yeah, I mean, every everything's digital. You know, like Spotify will tell you, no, this is what you're going to like. Right. You know, like, it's not... And and YouTube, like you know, it, it's there's so many different ways to listen to music. Like I think uh, things like 
iHeartRadio, Sirius, that like that's irrelevant now. Like that's, you know, I mean, unless you listen to Howard Stern, you know, but other shit, you just listen to podcasts. And, and the fact that you can put out your own content, you know, changes that a lot. But I mean, if, if you're, if you're, if you're looking for commercial success the way it was a decade ago, you're not going to find it that way. No, but like, I, you know what, I, I like, so what I was talking before about the whole accessibility to be able to record. So you're going to have artists like, like, I don't, I don't know if, if, uh, you know, like say like Lil Uzi Vert, um, Lil Nas X, all these guys that are probably going to end up having that one song that defines their career, mm. you know? And, and so like, like I said, in 10 years, maybe you're going to start seeing like all these guys, in this like SoundCloud rapper kind of era, where they they yeah. they had one song that blew up on SoundCloud and it and it turned them into stars, but they never were able to kind of replicate that again. I I, I honestly think that you're gonna see that a lot I, going forward. I think especially especially with hip hop, like it, it seems like a lot of those mumble rappers are like one and dones or right. you know or they're very you know it's very short the window that they have, but like now it's cool to see. Like I said, as you have a lot of these older guys that are making a resurgence, like, I mean, look, and I'm kind of going ahead because this is these are two of my picks for our next episode of the best of the worst year episode. <laughs> but uh, like, you know, run the jewels. They've had a monster year, despite of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, they put out, uh, you know, one of the best albums of the year. And you know it's yeah, Run the Jewels. This is what their fifth album, but at least the fourth, I think now. Yeah, this yeah, I think this is RTJ four. Yeah, yeah. And then, but Killer Mike has been around forever. Oh no, Outcast. Yeah, um, Buster Rhymes is having a great. Yeah, I mean he just put out his album what last week or the week before? A couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, and it's actually so. Um, this morning I had texted Gilbert that I woke up very hyphy this morning because <laughs> last night I was watching the Too Short versus E40 yeah. versus, which was fucking phenomenal. Ooh. Ooh. And then, you know, E40's uh, on his way of being a, a Hall of Famer here at the Bodega. Yeah. But plus, I'm a huge E40 fan. I love E40. I love that whole Bay Area sound. But, you know, like people already talking, like, how is this not, you know, how is this not a tour coming up? You know, like to do a tour with E40 and, and Too Short. Like it's, I think a lot of the older guys are finally capitalizing off of social media. I mean, it's not like they haven't had success, but like the people that have been so active lately are a lot of the old school hip hop guys. Like uh, F- Fat Joe lives on social media. Yeah, he has uh, that show. He has like a, a show now where he interviews yes. people. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then, them. you know, all these... Um, all these older DJs, you know, they're like, you know, you talked about in the last episode, how they're pumping out, how they're bringing back a lot of old music, like going deep in their catalog and people are really vibing off of it. So I think this will be kind of like the, the renaissance of, or not the, or not the renaissance, but the resurgence of a lot of the old music coming back. And then guess what? Our generation's back up, baby. (laughs) Coming back. Oh man. But I mean, I, I guess that's the cycle it works in because when we were in high school, you know, you had all these kids that were all into, you know, like the Doors and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. And then who knows if that's 
what this generation is going to start going to is into like '90s hip hop and '80s hip hop, and and then we'll be and yeah, and then we'll be cool again. <laughs> we'll, we'll be cool like we were in the '90s. Yeah, I don't think we were ever cool, but you know, cool to us. Then, all right, you guys got anything else to add? No, I think I, I got my fun fact that I just wanted to share. Oh, here, and, here we go. Speaking of like dropping knowledge, one hit wonders. I don't know if they were a one hit wonder or they even had a one hit. I just, it's just a weird band. I don't, not a weird band, but I, I never understood their popularity. And I guess it's because I'm getting older. Uh, Panic of the Disco, at the Disco. They started out as a Blink 182 cover band. Wow. And before they, they, they struck gold with their, their debut Panic, they were covering vocals of Blink 182. How does that make you feel, Gilbert? Not great. Um, they, and and they're, they they've gotten it's cool though though you know they got two I, I, hits. <laughs> I kind of respect that though. Like you know they, they like Blink brought them into this world, and then they're like, you know what, we're gonna follow Tom DeLonge's path, and we're gonna create like our own genre. spaceships. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is that, the, uh, you know because they have a weird sound, and I just I never got into the band, but. I remember it, it. They came around when it was kind of that screen core. Yeah, it was like that emo. And yeah. it was just like, oh my god, like Fallout Boy. I just never. Fallout Boy, I think was Fallout Boy, I like, but I was not into any emo bands like um, Dashboard Confessional. None, none of that wasn't really right. my. Oh, that's the ultimate emo. Like Chris, yeah. he's a Florida guy, man. I well, no, I mean, yeah, obviously, because yeah, but hey, I like um, the I like the Spider Man song. Okay. <laughs> vindicate, vindicate. But I will say that was probably the era with the most creative band names. But oh they my all, god! They, Jesus, they sound like <laughs> Pan- Panic in the Disco is but, a cool name though. You know, Panic in the Disco, Dashboard Confessionals, like the, the, what? A, what's another fucking stupid name then? Poison in the Well, My Chemical Romance, um, like when yeah. it rains, it pours. When it, when, Texas when it rains, is the it reason. Pours. Yeah, we could just keep going forever. And it's like, <laughs> oh my god. Um, but, but they, you know, they went, they went, and I don't know if it was so much the band, but the lead singer took the band in this different direction. And it's almost like uh, just a completely different, it's not punk, it's not dance, it's just, it's just some weird amalgamation of all influences. And it, it doesn't sound bad, but they just didn't understand. It, they know? had that, the, their lead, the more, their more recent hit was that, that song, High Hopes. And that's like a mm-hmm. straight up pop song. Right. It's not even, you know, you know, it, well, it's like they're going the way of the killers. I think I think uh, I'm surprised you didn't get offended at that. I am. I'm just I'm just steam, I'm, I'm steaming right now. <laughs> are, are you are you mad? Are you mad because Eric dropped amalgamation and you still haven't dropped your word of the day or I, no, I'm, 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 I'm listen, man, I, I, I had actually researched the, the songs that we were doing, so I didn't have too much time to, uh, to so, pick up fancy words. No, this so when you mentioned that, Eric, that takes me back to to kind of my in sync thought. Like the moment that they shifted, it's guys, we can't continue to play these fucking covers. We got to come up with our own shit. <laughs> it's only, like, only so many times I can play Damn It. Yeah, I mean, Man, it's, <laughs> the, the worst thing is that I'm looking to picture these guys and I'm just, what the fuck, man? The haircuts. Did you, you guys remember that haircut that it was kind of like flattened down in the front over the forehead and then it was like a spiky? Oh, yeah, yeah. Back that even the, got the, the guitar player or, from from AFI had it and it's like, oh my god, it's just so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I remember there was kind of like uh, general concern because the emo kids were covering one eye 
and they were they were warning them like be careful because you might you develop are, a lazy eye. Right. If 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 our viewers um if our viewers want to get a good glimpse of what we're talking about, check out Metro Station Shake It video, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. They got that look. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna. Check and it, it, I, I I remember it used to be like the the like this is I mean this was very 2010s, but it was like like the red skinny jeans or you know what i'm saying like and they're like or it'd be like bright yellow neon skinny jeans you know what's amazing is this impacted gilbert so bad that he remember he immediately said hey if you want to see what we're talking about it's yeah. the video this song well and i think it's if, if i'm not mistaken metro station is the group that has mighty cyrus's brother is oh my god is one of the 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 I think the guitar player or something like that for it. I actually he's all he's all tatted up. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember seeing he doesn't that. look like yeah. a uh, like a Cyrus. <laughs> what's the, what's the name of the band? Metro Station. Hold on, did I run into that? Yeah, the song the song is super catchy though. The song is super catchy. Metro Station. Yeah, there you go. One hit wonder. Yeah. And apparently a video that really fucked up Gilbert's life. Oh my god, this guy. These guys are tatted up for real, dude. Yeah. Miley's brother is like, oh my man. Yo, I, I don't know if you're gonna be able to see that, but I mean, look, look, look at that, bro. <laughs> that's, that's... It was a look. It was a look, you know. Hey, we you know what? Cavaricis. And, and we wore tattoos. we wore blow up jeans. Hey, yeah. I, I had I had lines in my head. I, I I'm probably responsible for one of the ugliest hairstyles ever. We, we all are. Do you yeah. remember the orange uh, forehead? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I met uh, Eric. All shaved head, and then he just had this. A little, a little, little thing a little, of hair on the front. A little coof. A little coof. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it was orange. Uh, Gilbert's hair was purple. You, that's not how you met it. Met me, man. Your mom did that for me, dude. But, didn't it, but you had blue hair when I met you, right? Maybe. Yeah. And but then, yeah, your mom gave me a haircut, man. I yeah. was like, all right, I love it. Yeah, Gilbert. I, think I came out in one of my pictures, like for school with it too. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I looked back at it and, uh, like, I remember seeing. It, I'm like, oh my god, that's a memory there. Gilbert, Gilbert. Had, the, had one of the yearbooks from school, uh, and they're like, look at this, I found you, and yeah. I, was like, I you know what me. I, I like that we could document Gilbert's hair by music genre and decade. Yes. <laughs> yes. My favorite though was when he had the dreads. Dreads. I didn't have <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is when we were like, Gilbert, your hair's pink. It's not pink, it's magenta. <laughs> Dude, uh, I I I I um when I when I when I got my hair uh dyed, I remember like for a month, bro, I had um, I would have pink all over my like my bed sheets and shit like that from like the dye. Oh, no shit, it was yeah, bro. But by, yeah. by pink by pink you mean magenta. By magenta, sorry. Yeah, right. And then I shaved it off, and I had a, a similar to Eric. I had a little blue poof in the. In you the had a, you had the blue poof. That's correct. Yeah, but so Eric, you you saw we have it on tape. He admitted that it was pink. Magenta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I put purple streaks in it at one point. Oh, that must have looked nice. Yeah, it was cool. Yep. All right, gentlemen. That, that that's how we're gonna wrap up the bodega today with uh, with cool pink hair and purple streaks. Magenta. And magenta. Magenta. Get it right. <laughs> all right gentlemen uh thank you everybody for listening oh i wanted to give a actually we're gonna sh speaking of of uh be bodega uh hall of famers uh today is eileen's practices 10th anniversary oh nice congratulations, oh, nice. congratulations. Yeah, so let's congratulate eileen um so we have that 
Again, we're going to do our last episode of the year, the, the best of the worst year. Uh, so we'll highlight, we're going to go with just positive vibes in the last episode. Yeah. So man, what, what's it, the format? Is it, is, is it like the top songs of the year that we're sticking? Or your favorite songs, right? Yeah, it just, well, I mean, we'll discuss it off air. Uh, we're not going to come up with the format in the let's, middle. Let's have, a, let's have a production just, I, meeting know, here. I, I, I want the audience <laughs> to be ready. So, you know, as, as they build their own list, they could compare it to ours and see how, how much like us they really are. There's nobody no? like you. Okay. Nobody like you, Eric. No, but yeah, okay, so let, I'll make it easy. Each of us pick five things that were positive or great this year that are all music, that are music related. Cool. I like that. So like, for example, if you liked, like, one of the highlights uh, this pandemic was lovers rock twitch the, the, <laughs> or or like uh, you were quick with that man that was yeah. awesome. yeah. or or you know like when uh, we when we watched the the at fat mike's backyard deal right. like the, yeah the things like that. just all right keep, i like that keep, keep it music related top five things uh this year this i like it this all right all right gentlemen Always a pleasure. A little slice of heaven to have you guys. And uh, Gilbert, any goodbyes? It could be normal. Peace and love, Bodega family. <laughs> All right, Eric. Bye. All right, guys. Have a good one.